0: Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Welcome into the BetUS NBA show. Kate, Chris, and Alex here with you today to recap the final game of the Western Conference. The Golden State Warriors punched their tickets to the finals. This will be their sixth finals appearance in the last eight seasons. Alex, that's just amazing, isn't it?
1: It's something that I I didn't quite think about because it's been a little while since we've seen the Warriors go this far. And I just all these years whether it be a COVID season whatever it's just it seems like 10 years ago since the warriors in the finals and it really isn't that far and i think i saw a tweet today there's only one other team to do that the chicago bulls i mean it's, Mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy to think of them in that context but in this i mean they really were probably the best team in the postseason i mean phoenix for whatever reason i don't know what the heck happened there and No one really in the Eastern Conference has been able to sort of put it together, depending on how you kind of feel about Boston at this point. But, you know, good for them. It's it's really fantastic for a team like this to be able to keep winning, and it's fun to see guys like that maybe just past their peak still being able to put it together.
0: Yeah, they're an interesting team just based on the storyline they've had throughout the season. Started the season hot, kind of dipped a little towards the middle of the season and really finding their groove now in the postseason. And their team built on veterans, obviously, with Steph Curry and Draymond Green, but then a lot of younger players that will be playing in the finals for the first time. Chris, what did you think about yesterday's game and, and what they were able to do against the Mavs?
2: Yeah, I think it wasn't all that surprising, right? Golden State... They go back home. They take care of business after not taking care of business on the road again. Um, And we saw, you know, Dallas Mavericks. They did. It it just kind of always seems like it's the same thing with the Mavericks. Um, If Luka has, uh, you know, an an inefficient night, it's not very likely that the Mavericks are going to win the game. Uh, And even though he scored 28 points, he also took 28 shots. I think it was like 10 for 28. So, um, you know, that's not going to do it. Brunson wasn't really there. Uh, but, you know, give credit to the Golden State Warriors defense, who, as hard as Luka is to guard, they were up to the task. You know, Clay Thompson and all those defenders um, on the Warriors who do such a good job game to game. Uh, and, you know, it was it was really a full team win, too, for the Golden State Warriors. But how about Clay Thompson? What a story. Uh, you know, we all thought that maybe this dynasty was over. Right. We're not going to see this team here again. But we forget before Kevin Durant. Came over to Golden State. They had the 73 and nine season right before that, right? Uh, I mean, this is a good team with a or a great team with a lot of the same ingredients that they had when they were a championship team, and now they have some good young, exciting players too. Uh, Credit to Steve Kerr, but yeah, the again, the Mavericks just feel like they're missing a piece, you know, and it's and it's probably a big man. Um, And when you know, Spencer did when he did his part, but not too many others did, so when that's the case, and they they shot 40% from three, but it's just not quite enough when the Warriors are as fluid as they can be at home.
0: Yeah, they can get by the Mavs that is playing small ball for a period of time, but if their shots aren't going down like they were in a couple of the games in this series, then it's pretty tough for them to win. Talking about Klay Thompson, 32 points, three assists, it's steal, a couple rebounds. This This guy didn't play for, like, what was it, 900 days or so, missed the last two seasons. And those were the two seasons uh, in recent time that the Warriors have missed the postseason. Alex, is, is he, Clay Thompson, the key to the Warriors getting back to this pedigree
1: this season? It certainly helps. I mean, everybody needs three-point shooters, and you know, he's not Clay Thompson of old, but it definitely having him on the floor and it speaks to the value of continuity. It's it's something we rarely see on some of these NBA teams. Milwaukee's done a good job of keeping the same team together. Phoenix, even a team you think about having great continuity, was a totally different team three seasons ago. The Warriors are one of the few teams that have kept the same core of guys leaned on them and found ways to you know, try to refresh things, try to keep bringing in younger players. They've done a really masterful job at picking late in the first, early in the second round. You know, just being able to pick up a guy like Jordan Poole just makes everything so much easier. So, again, in a league where everything seems to change and everyone's jumping at kind of the next player that's available, it's kind of fun to see a team like the Warriors. And, again, we've watched. It's the same guys. It's Steph. It's Draymond. It's Clay. Maybe there's other people they bring in and out. And there's Steve Kerr sitting on the bench. I mean, it's, it's fun to watch.
0: In terms of betting yesterday's game, Josh and I both had losses. I bet the Warriors third quarter. Usually they're fantastic. Started out good in the third quarter. Then the Mavs really turned it on and kind of came back into the the game in that quarter. So no go for me there. The under for Josh also didn't hit. That number was 215.5. Chris, you're lean. You didn't have a play yesterday but told us on the show that you lean Golden State. Minus two in the first quarter. That hit. Should have played it.
2: (sighs) Well, I did play it, uh, but, but I didn't talk about it on the show. Um, you know, it, it was also part of a parlay that I gave to premium customers, so uh, I didn't know, you know, uh, I don't know if I should put a parlay on the show. I mean, I guess I could have. would have been a pretty bold move, but uh, I don't think we get extra bonus points for that on the show. So, you know, I, I just leaned that way. Yeah, Golden State started off hot uh, once again, and, you know, uh, I, I, I did want to mention, too, as bad as Luca, well, he didn't play badly, but... Uh, even though he wasn't, you know, quite himself in that game, he, you know, he, he did some things in the fourth quarter. He tried to create some Luka magic. It just he just came up short, and that stung because I actually had a Luka prop. Uh, so there was some bets that I lost last night. But good thing props don't count on the show either. So we're good to go.
0: That's that's right. No props. Alex, did you have any futures in the West this year on who makes it to the finals, who wins the Western Conference? Uh, Western Conference Finals MVP, anything of that nature?
1: I have a Warriors to win the title ticket from a long, long, long time ago, sitting in my back pocket. At the beginning of the season, they were around... 12, 13, maybe even 14 to one. So that's all I've got left. That's the last ticket standing. And they seem to be in really good shape. I'm a little worried about the matchup with Boston. When If Boston wins this series, which it looks like they'll close out tonight, and we'll talk more about that, it looks like a really rough matchup for the Warriors. Now, not that anybody can guard Steph Curry, but at the very least, the Celtics can throw Marcus Smart and a bunch of really tall, long bodies at him. I wonder who on the Warriors is going to be able to guard either Brown or Tatum. One of those guys is going to get Wiggins. I don't know who's going to pick up the other one. It's going to be really tough. And Draymond's going to have a lot of time. He's going to get sucked away from the rim. Uh, I'm sorry, he's going to stay towards the rim and give people more space because if he gets sucked away, it's going to be time timeward pick-and-roll dunks over and over and over again. So um, got a nice Warriors ticket in my pocket. If Boston does win, I'll be looking to back them. And what looks like a plus money number, a a lot of um, different books are tweeting out, kind of look-ahead lines and things like that. It looks like we'll get a shot at Boston, like plus 130 or something nice like that.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty good. Chris, do
2: you have any futures in the West? I don't have uh, any futures in the West, but I had a feature on the Miami Heat to win the Eastern Conference. So I'm not feeling that great about that at this point. Uh, we'll talk more about that with my bet today. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think obviously that it's going to be Boston and Golden State too. We don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. Can't jump the gun, but it sh- certainly seems likely. And, um, you know, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But just my first thought about that is, is the Celtics remind me of, of Golden State like nine years ago. You know, they have a lot of the same pieces. They're young. Uh, they have really good coaching. You know, now they're starting to be consistent. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see the young, maybe the, the best young team in the NBA against now the, the older season dynasty that is the Warriors. You know, they were the hottest thing back then, not so much anymore. Now they're old, crusty veterans. So uh, sometimes those intangibles, right? Because we, we know the way that these teams play at this point. We know what they're good at. We know what they're bad at. So do the coaches. So it is, it is about those intangibles and that team chemistry. And um, I'm going on and on here. But what I saw from the Warriors after that game, especially, you know, Clay Thompson getting emotional. Mm-hmm. Apparently he went up to Andrew Wiggins, you know, and told him how, how grateful he is to have him on the team. This is a team. Like, they, they play really well as a unit. And that alone is something really hard to combat. So uh, I, I hope that is the finals. I mean, I, I love the Heat, but it seems like those are the two best teams at this point.
0: It's looking like that will be the matchup. Klay uh, Thompson also celebrated today, pl- probably playing some Nintendo, some video games, big uh, S- Super Mario Smash Brothers guy. I don't know. I can't play that stuff. love that. All right. So, uh, let's turn our attention to today's <laughs> game. We'll start first by taking a look at our overall record. Two losses on the board yesterday for Josh and I, but overall it's been a pretty solid week for us on the show. So we will continue that today. Hopefully. And um, we'll take a look at the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat tonight in Boston. The series was tied two to two before game five in Miami, which Boston took pretty handedly. And now they are back in Boston tonight. And the Celtics are looking to close this one out. They're laying eight and a half at home. Total. Lowest total we've seen this series. I mean, probably lowest total we've seen all season. Two oh one and a half. Chris, tell us your play in this game.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a really low total. I did my best Alex impression yesterday. I had no pick, but not today. Not today. I like the Celtics uh, in this game. And I know at first, right, we see the eight and a half. It was nine at first, actually. Um, and, you know, that, that's a big number. That's a big number in the NBA playoffs, a huge number in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I do think that it makes a lot of sense. And I am going to go with the Celtics. I'm on am eight and a half tonight. And uh, the biggest reason for me is from what I've seen from the Heat in the last two games, but especially in that last game. Uh, it's probably pretty obvious at this point that they just look a little banged up, right? They look just a little slow. This, this series is starting to wear on them. Probably the previous series did too. Uh, and now you have a situation where Jimmy Butler, even though he showed in game one that he's capable of like being that superstar for the Heat, still throughout the series we see that the Heat really don't have that star. Uh, Jimmy Butler is hesitant to make the shot. I mean, he is. He's, he has open looks and he doesn't take those shots. Um, and, and, it's, and it's pretty constant. You know, Bam Adebayo kind of feels like the same thing. Like he drives to the basket sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. There's a reluctancy there. Uh, and now I don't think there's a great chance for Tyler Hero to play tonight either. I think he's still officially questionable, but I don't think the chances there are great with that growing injury. He's definitely not going to be 100% if he does play, and he's a significant risk on the defensive side too um, for the Heat. He's not a great defender, especially at this point in his career. So uh, there's just this is just a Heat team who's limping into this, and now they're going to Boston. The only thing that scares me a little bit is all the rhetoric, all the sentiment. Everything is Boston, 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 right? And usually that's when the Miami Heat, as dogs and big dogs, I mean, that's a disrespectful thing, right? They're, they're the number one team in the NBA. So maybe they show up and they put forth full effort. But that's why, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they will, but I still don't think it's going to be enough. What the Celtics proved in that last game, especially in the third quarter, is when they want to turn it on and turn it up, they have an offense that the Heat really can't play with. Um, especially when the Heat are tired and not playing the best version of their defense, uh, so I don't know who's going to do it for the Celtics tonight. I don't even think Jason Tatum has to have a huge game, but the multitude of scores that they have on that team, they don't seem to be getting tired. Uh, they have just as much energy all the time behind their home crowd. And again, we have to mention Imei Udoka and the consistency that we're seeing from the Celtics team. Uh, and you know, in years past, even even earlier this year, it felt like. The uh, mantra about the Celtics was that this is a really good team, but God, are they inconsistent? You know, they're just so up and down. Finally, we're seeing consistency, and I expect it tonight. I think it was Tatum who came out in the media, or somebody said uh, from Boston how serious they're taking this game. They know the urgency of it. They know these opportunities don't come uh, very often, right? It's really hard to make it to this point. So uh, this is not a team that feels like they're going to blow this spot. So I'm taking the Celtics to cover if you like the Heat, I think that's an okay earlier play. You know, you're getting some good lines in the first quarter, first half. Uh, and as far as the as the total goes, it is low. I uh, appreciate where it is. I think it's pretty sharp by the books, right? But I think that might go over. And I think it might go over because you know it's probably going to be the Miami Heat chasing the Celtics this whole game, right? And when we see blowouts or potential blowouts, that's when the scores really get inflated. So all that to say, my one bet today: Celtics minus eight and a half. Ticket home, Boston.
0: well okay fine it might be a blowout and the books are you know predicting that with the big number Boston's laying but uh maybe not in the first half so I'm gonna make a first half play take the under in the first half that's 102 and a half I mean these two teams they play at a slow pace they're defense first uh, minded teams and as the series has gone on we've seen this the game slow down I mean in the first half In the last three games, we've had 109, 90, and 79 in this last game. And I know the Heat really couldn't make a shot at all in this last game. So I would expect their shooting to be a little bit better tonight. But even though, I mean, the amount of injuries that this Miami Heat team has, Kyle Lowry, basically just kind of looks like a shell of himself. He didn't do anything in this last game. Kyle or Tyler Hero, who knows if he's going to even play at all. Then you have Jimmy Butler, who looks exhausted. Like, he's just been carrying this team throughout the playoffs so I I think the Heat are just running out of steam I don't think their offense is quite as efficient as it was all season and then the Boston Celtics I mean they get it done on the defensive end so I think this one is going to start slow maybe Boston pulls ahead in the second half kind of like we saw in game five in Miami but I'm going to play the under to start this game at 102 and a half Alex no play for you tonight you're a smart man but if you had to lean (laughs) one way either the side or the total what would you take
1: Oh Jesus. I've been thinking maybe... about this all day. And
0: No, don't give us <sighs> a player prop now, because you'll do that later.
1: It's just some, I don't know what happened. I would love to know what happened after game three. The first three of these three games of this series, the Miami Heat are shooting a little over 46% from the field. We have games, the pace in the mid nineties, all of a sudden we're looking at a pace of ninety, a pace of eighty-nine, the heat are shooting thirty-three percent, thirty-two percent from the field. It's bizarre. I mean, it seems almost overnight these guys have aged five years and it's not like it's a very young team, but it just there's no there's no juice, there's no energy there from them. Um you're watching again as I described one of the best ways you could tell how tired teams are is are they moving their bodies, or are they reaching with their arms? Are they sticking their hands out or are they sliding and it's a lot, a lot of reaching for Miami these last couple of games. I continue to show value on Miami. and It's just, I feel nuts. This is one of those rare series where, without an injury, the line has moved. The last two games um, in Boston here, the line closed right around minus six. We're looking at nine, eight and a half, and we'll probably close somewhere around nine tonight. That's a three point adjustment for nothing other than what we've seen in the last two games, which is very rarely seen in the playoffs. And it doesn't seem like it's a number that's been beat up. I know a lot of people that would just play um, Miami simply based off that, you know, move on error, if you will. So, It's hard. There's just so many different things kind of working here. I mean, I think we'll get a good game from Jimmy Butler. Historically, he is great in these spots, and I think Spolster will hopefully, you know, fire whatever last arrows he's got left in his quiver. But it just doesn't seem like Miami has enough.
0: Even though Jimmy Butler's had combined 27 points in the last three games, he's gotten 10 of 40 from the field, 1 of 7 from deep, Alex. He's due. That's true. And, and he does like these, <laughs> these games, you know, that's when or the season's over. So that's kind of Jimmy Butler time, I guess. Might be dooper. He's going to
2: shoot a lot. That I'm sure of. Okay. Well, Alex, what did... Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry, Kate Alice. what did you say the last arrows in the quiver? The what?
1: That yeah, last arrow in his quiver.
2: God, this guy uh, he just whips out these sayings. i never heard that <laughs> one before. That's a good one.
1: You didn't know what a quiver was? A quiver is what you store your arrows in. It's that little jaunt backpack. Apparently, you know? yeah, apparently, oh, yes. Yeah. Like I Robin, did not I know that got to do more
0: crossword puzzles, Chris. All right, Chris playing the Celtics minus eight and a half. I'm taking the first half under, and we are going to take some questions. Starting lineups, Jeffrey's asking. I mean, I don't know out of Miami what their starting lineup's going to look like. Last I heard or saw, Kyle Lowry was going to start and play. Um, We don't know about Tyler Hero, but Boston's lineup should be what it normally is um those starting five right
1: guys here is a game time decision Lowry's going to start i think that's all we know actually apparently the heat are going to start lowry Struce, butler tucker and atabayo so that's kind of their normal starting lineup again here will be a game time decision but he hasn't looked even close to playing i mean he, he didn't even test it last game he was questionable last game and was wearing, you know, white jeans and like a, a cool shirt and whatnot. So if he's not even trying to play a couple days ago, I don't know how he's gonna go again with a groin injury where you don't want to go from totally cold cold to all of a sudden playing and what is going to be, you know, high minutes basketball. And if they put him on the floor, they're gonna want him out there. They need the points.
0: Alex, if you were an NBA player and you were injured and had to sit on the sidelines, I feel like I would also see you in white jeans, a white button down and those sunglasses. Is that your style? <laughs>
2: no.
1: No, i never wear white jeans. I'm too pale. I would look basically <laughs> like someone that was going to paint. <laughs> yeah, a good I point. have a suit. I'm a suit guy. I like a nice suit.
0: All right. No tie, yeah.
2: but I like a nice suit.
1: That's
0: you a you
2: Miami like- outfit though that Hero had on. Wait, was French flipping.
0: Flipping. What,
2: Chris? That was a Miami outfit that, uh, that Tyler Hero had on. That thing was That was, was a
0: Miami outfit. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of some old Pitbull music video.
1: <laughs> I do have a couple nice silk lounge shirts. I call them my Del Boca Vista shirts.
2: I need go. you. I need you to bust one of those out uh, for the NBA Finals show. Yeah.
0: can we see that?
2: Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All
0: right, <laughs> uh, Chris. Any player props for you that you would look at tonight?
2: This is elimination games like this are tough because I mean I, I I do agree with Alex right? Jimmy Butler this this would be the spot you know for him to put you know to try and do more to play extra aggressive. You I thought that would be at home. Uh, I mean, he passed up so many shots in that first quarter. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on with him. Uh, if are maybe we should all play under Kyle Lowry prompts just across the board. Uh, you know, maybe under assists, right? Alex under, under points. I mean, Kyle Lowry just looks like he's just not himself out there, uh, or, or just like he's still injured or something's going on with him. But, um, so you know, the heat, when you were talking, Kate, uh, maybe the best bet tonight is the Heat team total under two, right? That, that's not okay. a bad look. I mean, they've been struggling so much to score. Now, again, do we expect regression eventually? Yes, but the Heat are playing like a team where you just see that, like, bigger, more athletic guy in the court, you know, when you're growing up and you're like, oh, I'm not scoring on this guy. You know, you just you just know it, right? And that's kind of how the Heat are playing. They're playing very hesitant. Um, so uh, unless there's a complete personality shift for Miami heading into this one, and they all play aggressive. Probably a lot of unders on the Heat is a good call.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Looking at Kyle Lowry props, earlier in the series, his points prop was at 9.5, moved up to 10.5 for Game 5. It's at 7.5 tonight. Jeez. So the books know that Kyle Lowry likely isn't scoring a whole lot. Yeah. Alex, what do you think about that? You're kind of, eh. Would you lean over
1: there? I was hoping I could do... So again, I don't generally like same game parlays, but there is some value in just putting together a whole bunch of alt unders for players. Um, If you know that somebody is injured or has kind of gotten pushed out of the rotation a little bit, there could be some value in that lagging. But I I hate the numbers you just read off to me. I thought I was going to be able to do like under ten and a half points, under like five and a half assists, like under like I don't know one and a half threes or something. But it sounds like I'm going to have to do like seven and a half, like four and a half, and like one and like a half or something, and that's. Yeah, the everything. adjustment has been made.
0: It definitely has. Yes, uh, maybe Victor Oladipo points. He's the only one that's been playing fairly well for the Heat. That's only at eight and a half right now. Maybe look at an over there. Who knows? All right. I like
1: that. Yeah. Jimmy Butler over threes though. He's again. I don't know if he's going to make them. He's going to shoot them tonight.
0: Going to shoot them. Let's check over at the Bet US Sportsbook what Jimmy Butler threes are at. If I can find that quick.
1: I believe it's one and a half at a very, very nice number, like plus two something or other. It's Because he doesn't okay. generally shoot or make a lot of threes.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a look at our best bets for today. And nothing on the board for Alex tonight. But I am playing the first half under 102 and a half, And Chris is playing the Celtics minus eight and a half. Boston looking to close out the series tonight at home. If they advance, they would play the Golden State Warriors. Finals, though, doesn't start until june 2nd Geez, yeah, we're already almost in june this month has flown by and guys yeah, there's only one series left
2: i uh, know i think it's next thursday that's...
0: seven shows minimum four that's i was up. just
1: getting used to may
0: But i know
1: i was just yeah. like i feel like just literally two days ago i was like you know what it's may
0: if we just <laughs> had all the um may it's going to be May, memes, and then May the 4th be with you. I feel like that was just last week.
1: Yeah.
0: The mile. Yeah, right. I
2: no, it's crazy. May's been one of the fastest months.
0: Yeah.
2: For sure. Like, in a long time for me. Of course, I moved in the middle of it. You know, I'm on this show every day. It's absolutely exhausting. So, you know, it just went fast.
0: <laughs> All
2: right, Sorry after. to tucker her you out.
0: Yeah, Chris is exhausted. So, uh, Chris, we're going to let you go. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, yeah, I know, Alex. There's
2: guys. no more questions?
0: No, no more questions. That's it. All right,
1: all right. There's, do you want to, I don't want to ask any questions about this game. I understand what yeah. the chat's going on. I'm, okay, I got one I'm, question I, I for Alex. I might watch this. I might do something else tonight, honestly. I got, I I got one something. question
2: for Alex. Alex, if you had okay, to Alex. make a bet tonight, what is it? You, you, you have to. You have $100 that you have to spend or else it's going to burn.
1: Celtics alt spread. Give me, like, Celtics minus 15, whatever that number is. I like that. All right.
0: Yeah, getting aggressive. <laughs> I like it.
1: Might as well. It's somebody else's money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's well.
0: All right. Uh, that's enough for today. We are going to head out. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to head over to Twitter. Give us a follow at BetUSTV. Alex, you can find him at underscore noops. I am at Kate Constable. Chris is at Bets. Have a great weekend, and we will see you back here on Monday.